How does that make you feel? Fucking amp the fuck up. Gets me so hard. <laughs> Here, this part. It's coming. And so am I. Right there. To another episode of On the Throne with Dick, and shout out to Senjin Boychuk there, you know, for the incredible intro outro music. Uh, recently married, you know, so we've been saying that for a couple weeks now, so I don't know how long you can go with recently for, but fuck it, I'll do it as long as I feel. It's my podcast, I make the fucking rules. Absolutely. Hell yeah. And uh, on, uh, on this this week, we have special guest Christopher, aka the Bearded Clam. It's actually Gingerbeard Barbell, but... The bearded clam's cool. I'm fucking tomato, black. tomato, tomato. Same shit, yeah, different pile, same. right? Absolutely. <laughs> that beard is fucking gorgeous, by the way. It's a work in progress. It goes Look for miles. Yeah. Look at that thing. My wife and I were just actually like going down your Instagram page, and I'm like, the dude's got to be Irish, right? And then you're like, she's like, or Scottish, and I'm like, I don't know. That four leaf clover says Irish. Yeah. She's like, he might be Scottish. Next picture down, you got like Irish pride across your back. Oh so yeah, I, I think he's Irish. The yeah, uh, my grandpa's side, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I uh, I'm like, I just got my well, not just, but they keep updating it. My uh, ancestry.ca. Yeah. So my wife is very mixed where she, you know her dad came in through the southern half of the u.s on this on the slave trade and uh made it somehow their family made their way north eventually and her mom was on the third ship after the mayflower her mom's oh, side yeah. not her mom that make her fucking ancient yeah but so her mom's side of the family came over on the third ship after the mayflower to plymouth rock and they landed, they settled, they immigrated everywhere, or migrated, whatever you want to call them. Yep. Uh, yeah. And so her dad, my wife, is 20% Nigerian. She's a Nigerian princess. I don't tell many people that because Nigerian princesses and kings and uh, princes and stuff tend to be assassinated a lot. Yeah. So, like, I just... So for her protection. Yeah, I'm protecting yeah. my wife. Yeah. She, she says I don't do shit for her. I protect her every day. 100%. Yeah, and then on my side, I'm like very, very Caucasian. Like you, you look very Caucasian. Right. Well, my wife, she's pretty, pretty white too, right? Yeah. Yeah. You would never be able to tell that her family is black. My kids could have been part black and whatever. It's cool. I got street yeah. cred. Anyways. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so on my side, I'm I think the last update was like forty percent Scottish and Irish. Yeah. And I know my grandfather immigrated. This is actually going to be a future episode. My grandfather immigrated from England in the 60s because my aunt had bronchitis. And there was only two places in the world that could treat it, and that's Canada and Australia. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I actually saw his papers where he had to come over by boat, and he had to work on the ship to get the family over. His papers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and then they recently updated, which I knew I had French in me. Yep. Uh, sorry. Uh, I bet. Uh, yeah. Um And so, uh, my because my great grandmother, when we all found each other, my dad was put up for adoption. Yeah. Right. So in like '64. So when we all found each other, um, 
it was like 50 years later, 2013. Yep. And yeah, it was crazy. And I met my great grandmother who was 96 at the time, I think. And she was still kicking, not too far from where I was living. Her name was Jeannie Hrum. So very, very French. Oh, yeah. And so we knew that there was French there. But when you look at the ancestry thing and you zoom in on it, it's not, there's not part of the French side at all. Yeah. But back before Europe was split, you know, uh, there was the French islands. And now they've updated it and they've, they're showing that part of the French islands that, you know, I, uh, not where I'm from, but where my ancestors come from. Mm -hmm. Second, awesome. second generation Canadian right here. My man. My man. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's pretty neat. It's pretty yeah, neat. That's awesome. Yeah, man. So what's, what's going on with you, buddy? Oh, I've been, uh, I just got home on R and R on Monday. So I was yeah. up for three weeks, just got home. Uh, just been hanging out with the family, training. I don't know if you watch my stuff at all, but I'm up at the butt crack of dawn every single morning, three o'clock. Yeah, that's wild. My, well, it's the schedule that I maintain up there, so I maintain it at home, and I get all my training and everything that I need to get done in the morning before my family's out of bed. Well, you don't get a body looking like Hercules, you know, <laughs> fucking by by getting up at six. You got to get no. up at three. Three. Yeah. You want to go from zero to hero. You gotta yeah. follow Christopher. Yeah, absolutely. Right, man. Like yeah. your legs are the size of my head, man. I work hard on those. Yeah, I bet. No, that's good. A lot of guys that I see, you know, like, oh, look at my biceps. Yeah. Oh, I'm so big, like my lats. Yeah. Uh, I I eat dumbbells and tribal tats for breakfast, <laughs> and they got like, they got like skinny legs. Yeah. Yeah. Those are important. Yeah, man. Like you work on everything. Well, and a lot of that base came from, I used to compete in powerlifting. So the, the the big three lifts, I did those for a long time. And then I got out of that because I kept getting injured. I've, I've ruptured a few tendons. So, yeah. And uh, the goal now is to take care of my family. And then the training comes second. So, unfortunately, yep. I've had to adapt to change, which yep. messed with my ego for a long time. Now I don't really give a shit. I just you know, do what I do. So, But your wife, though, right? She's got to love, like, the bot. She know? does. She appreciates yeah. the hard work. So you don't take roids. Are you all natural or what? Uh, I mean, I I take a little testosterone now. Yeah. I'm being honest, H but... HGH, right? No, no growth. No, no growth. So that's all, like, no, you just know, that's all you, baby. Yeah, just TRT. I don't do anything else. I Now, back in the day when I used to compete, I did. I was going to so. say, like, that doesn't affect your... Your, your ball size right like you're you're all natural down there right they're not like yeah and that's that's the weird misconception with uh with peds and like your balls do shrink up let's be real but uh they do come back and a lot of people think that you get sterile like it you can't have kids and i've got two beautiful boys so yeah yeah obviously that's a myth so Hey, I, I hope I didn't overstep by asking that. That kind of story just came out. I, I'm not, I don't, I have no filter. So like, No, I don't, know. I don't mind that at all. I mean, I'm 300 pounds. So, uh, you know, I try to keep it real with everybody. What's a guy that has to work out that much? How much do you eat? Uh, what are my macros at right now? Uh, so I'm at like 320 grams of protein, 400 grams of carbs, and about 150 grams of fats right now. Good for you. Yeah. I do like, I do like 
80 grams of protein a day. Bruh. And I'm like actively like, oh, I'm going to have like a glass of this kind of Fairlife milk from yeah. Costco. Yeah. And I'm going to have a protein bar. And then I'm going to like, and I'm checking y'all. And you know what? So I found that with zinc, protein, and magnesium, my hair started to grow back. Really? Yeah. Like, dude, this all right here? That was That's all gone. That's That was all gone like a few months ago. Yeah. See, I have the same thing going on. Well, where that tattoo is now. Yeah. I have that. What do we call that? The It's like the sex offender crown or some shit like that. Like it grows real thick back here, but this is all, all gone. Yeah. Yeah. And you shave that thing, don't you? I do every other day. It's, it, I've, it, yeah. I've always shaved my head. So it's kind of a natural look for me. It wasn't weird when my hair started falling out. So. I, I shave mine too, but ever since I've been going bald, right? But ever yeah. since it started coming back up top, I've let it grow and the wings are coming back. My right? Man. And yeah. I could probably grow like a little bit of a skullet. And if this keeps coming back, maybe a mullet. I might be like a teen heart, not a teen. Whoa. I might be like a mid 30s housewife heartthrob here soon. So I tried to grow that. I don't know. Did you ever watch the show Vikings? I've seen it once. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Floki had this like fucking big rat tail thing off the back of his head. So I tried to give that a run for a little while. And then, you know, when your hair gets real thin, it kind of turns into baby hair. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of what was going on back there. And it just stopped growing. So I gave up on it and now we're here. So I just uh, replaced way, the hair with tattoos. So it's, it's found a new point of entry. So yeah. And I would I much rather that. I'd much rather have that than a fucking head of hair any day of the week. So Yeah, oh fuck yeah. Um that's what's di- you work on the north slope of Alaska, right? Correct. Nice. So that's that's the difference between American oil and gas workers and Canadian oil and gas workers. Yeah. In Canada, we're not allowed to grow beards. Is that uh, respirator? It, yeah, yeah. Yep. And in some cases my mustache might also be viewed as too long. Yeah. But YOLO, they can't take it all away from me, right? So yeah, fuck so them. depending on what your uh, job is on the slope determines whether you can have a beard or not. So because confined space stuff, you're wearing respirators. And, uh, depending on what part of the field. So I work specifically for Hillcorp, and Hillcorp bought out BP a few years ago. So their section of the field, and I think like on there's. The, the field split, like half the field is union and then half isn't. So yeah. I, that kind of determines whether the operators get to wear beards or not. So, cause like we'll go to some part of the field and they're clean shaven and they're like, I wish I could grow a fucking beard. But then you'll go to the other part of the field and dude's got a beard down to the middle of his chest. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? So Yeah. Well, right now I'm on a project close to home on the pipeline. Yeah. And yeah. pipeliners turns out they get to grow beards. Fuck yeah. And, and uh, last week, my beard was thick. Like, boy, she was, boy, that's thick. That, that boy's thick. 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 Boy. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's a thick-ass boy. And, yeah. like, my wife was like, hey, that kind of, you know, me not being home a lot, you know, no. sometimes the mustache gets in her face. But the beard, right, she's like, you need to trim that up a bit. And so I just took it off because my, my TikTok, my niche everywhere, it's just a mustache. It's the mustache, yeah. So, yep. so I like, I trimmed it up and you can see like around my lips, you know, I trimmed up the mustache a bit. Oh, yeah. So 
Um, I even practiced kissing in the mirror when I trim up. Like, can I feel the hair? Yeah. <laughs> and if so I can't, like, call it good. So you're identified with that mustache. Then. I I identify as the mustache. As, yeah, and I identify as the beard. It would be fucking weird at this point in my life. Like people ask, "What's your end game there?" And I'm like, "Well, it's it's gonna stay." Like my kids, that's all they know. Like they yeah. they'd be stranger danger if I shaved it off. They wouldn't come near me. And my wife, I've always had a beard since I've been with her. We've been together nine years. So nice. I've been with my wife for. So this year on Insta, uh, TikTok, Facebook, Facebook, this year on Facebook, I wrote happy 17th anniversary. But last year I, I looked back and I also wrote happy 17th anniversary. So like, <laughs> is this year 17 or is this year 18? I don't know. But either way, we're creeping up on 20. And I know we've been married 11 years coming up here in November. Yeah. So that part I do know. Well, yeah. Ballpark. Yeah, this yeah. is the only part that matters, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, what ex what exactly do you do? I work on a vac truck. So you're a vac truck driver. Oh, I'm a swamper. I've oh, been you're a swa okay. I've been a swamper for five years. Okay. I I train a lot of the new drivers. I train a lot of the new guys. Yeah. Um, I'm my boss pretty much views me as an operator. He said yep. that. He's like, you're an operator. I don't know why you don't get your license. And I'm like, I don't want to drive. I have no interest. Yeah. yeah. I have yep. no interest. I, I, I'm safer to myself and the motoring public if I do not drive. 100%. I can barely keep a, a half ton between the, the, the ditches. So Yeah, the center lines. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so and I can't, under, I, maybe if I put more time and effort into it, I can get the shift pattern, but I just don't care. Yeah. Right. Um, and in the summertime, I go building roads for the summer. Right. And and okay. I do that because the schedule in the winter is grueling. And yeah. oh, it yeah. is like it takes a toll mentally and physically. Yeah. And I see the guys I work with that do that year round. They're unhappy. They're miserable. They want to just kill everyone around them all the time or they quit. Yeah. And like, I don't want to quit and I like working there and I want to keep it that way. So I go work on the road crew, which I took when the oil field was slumping, when we were in a downturn yeah. and I need to keep busy. So I did that and turns out, you know, the road crew is also mentally and physically taxing in its own way. Yeah. And if I did that year round, luckily it's not year round. It ends when the snow flies or when it gets too cold to do it. So yeah. If I stayed there year round, I'd probably murder people and want to pull my hair out and quit and hate life. Yeah. So by the time you know I get tired of the winter shit, the summer stuff starts. Yeah. And when when the summer stuff's just starting to piss me off, it's time to go back. I'm refreshed. See, and our, yeah, our stuff's the exact same way. So it's the same crew all year round, but our work changes from summer to winter. Yeah. So like we do, uh, we do a lot of dirt work during the summer and we're yeah right towards the end when you're fucking tired of shoveling and tired of pushing i mean we do most of the stuff with equip with equipment but when we're working around wells you you don't always get to use equipment and then yeah like you you're you're praying for that uh that first freeze so the dirt fucking is done that's what we want in yeah. in alberta as well because you know winter time means big money right it's like yep. hey that shit's frozen let's get in there right yep. it's freeze up that's when the big boys come to play yep and then you know uh do you guys have breakup they call it spring breakup in the oh, yeah. North yep. yeah 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 we 
we haven't really had much of a breakup the last couple of years. Well, some of us haven't, although some places do, but yeah. um, we haven't really had much of a breakup. It's been, you know, last last uh, spring kind of went winter, and it was a mild winter. It went winter yeah. uh, right into, like, dry, hot, and fire season, like, the whole summer. Some of the fires are still going right now up north, yeah. and... Uh, the whole summer was like that. I was evacuated twice myself this summer, and uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty surreal feeling, man. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I was gone. We had a bunch of fires right where I, I live in Washington. We we discussed that before, but uh, yeah, um, there was a bunch of fires around here as well. But I was up on the slope when that was going on. But a bunch of my people had to be evacuated. And some some of the people lost their places, and it was kind of kind of sad to see so yeah that's shit i know uh fox lake alberta lost yep. like an entire town i'm pretty sure yeah uh they lost a lot of structures uh yep. i know uh shit there there was definitely some places that that took a little bit of a hit but for the most part infrastructure stayed like intact that's good. like fire crews did amazing and i learned something uh, when shit like that happens in the woods, they don't try to put it out. They're there just to keep it at the woods. And if it gets close to town and infrastructure, then they then they're like there to they're there to do asset protection, right? Yep. Other than that, they let her buck, right? Well, it's good for the forest for one. Yep. Well, yeah, because yeah. uh, the government—I don't know how the government is there, but federally owned land—they're not real keen on upkeeping and maintaining the forest, so. Well, you'll see a lot of fed land burn, and you'll see a lot of private land, privately owned land, burns tends to burn a lot less. So, yeah. Well, you know, we could get into a whole other episode of the podcast about our government. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you said you're from Seattle, right? Originally. No, I'm from Eastern Washington originally. I lived over in the Seattle Tacoma area. Yeah, you were times, saying but... it, it's kind of shit now. Uh, kind of. I was, I was but... there last, I want to say 2015 or 2016. That's when the last time I was there. Yep. And I love Seattle. The Emerald City, man. I hate it. I hate it. because So before I went to the oil field, I was a commercial mason. And so most of the block and brick work we did was downtown Seattle. And yeah, it's... Uh, it was crazy to watch the camps around the job sites and like you'd, we'd be up on the scaffold on the edge and like I watched a lady bent over at the waist, like head almost touching the ground for two and a half hours straight, like did not move. And uh, yeah, and then that shit's sad. It is sad to see. She snapped out of it and just stood up and started walking. And it was a, I, where I'm from in Edmonton. Shout out to Albertan, by the way, Albertans uh, in Washington state. I know definitely in Seattle, we don't pay taxes when we go there because you guys don't have state tax, right? Correct. No, so, we have. A, we don't have a state income tax. State income tax. That's right. right. So when we go there as Albertans, because we don't have PST, I believe it is, provincial sales tax. Yeah. When we go there, that's the equivalent of your state income tax. And yeah. the lady's like, where are you from? Oh, we're from Alberta. She's like, let me go back and take a look at something. I didn't pay. She's like, you tell everyone where you're from no matter where you go. So every time I went somewhere, I'm like, I'm showing my Alberta card, right? Yeah. And I uh, didn't pay a single dime in tax while I was there. Ugh. Tax is so high here, but it, we don't have that state income tax. I don't pay a double tax. So it's yeah, it's worth it. Like, so my I work with my brother 
um, on the same crew, and he lives in Oregon, uh, like Eugene area, and he has to pay the federal tax, and then he's got to pay that state income tax at the end of the year too. So he gets that that yeah. double tax. The uh, Tent City going on here right now in Edmonton. I just moved back to Edmonton after, geez, four and a half years away. Yeah. And uh, I lived here for six years prior. And, uh, man, the the, the, poli- the government policies, the raising the taxes, how unaffordable it is to live in general in Canada. Like, you guys got it easy in America compared. Like, we're paying out the ass here right now. We're one of the most unaffordable places to live in the world in Canada, Canada right? And it's, no, it's sure. insane, man. And um, the government just keep raising taxes, and Alberta is and everywhere it's everywhere right now. But Edmonton's taking a hit, as well as a lot of other major cities. And it's sad to see. I watched a girl. I'm pretty sure she died. Um, there was a health services truck pulled up. Three girls. Two of them were checking the one's pockets while she was like, you know, like that. And uh, like we rob- robbing her while she was ODing, they were they were all sitting together, and she was ODing, and I'm pretty sure like they checked her pockets, they were cleaning her up, and uh, the Alberta Health Services van, the AHS was was sitting right there, lights flashing, and we I went into the restaurant for something to eat. I come back out, drive by them again. The two girls are like leaned over, like they're upset and they're crying, and the other girl's gone. And like that's you see that shit on the regular. I saw two of them giving each other what I thought to be at least that's what I told myself the flu shot the other day. Right? <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. And yeah. I live in a pretty rough area that they're fixing up. It's yeah. cheap. It's cheaper to live over here right now. It's they're gentrifying it. They're making it nice. They're cleaning it up, but it's still a little rough. The biggest tent cities are just down the road. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was a homeless encampment out back behind my garage there uh, last week. And I, I sent it to my wife. And I took a picture and I'm like, I was taking all the garbage. I'm like, what the fuck? And she called the whatever number to call to get rid of it. And I'm like, what? What are you doing? They're just trying to, there's a warm spot. It's getting cold at night right now. I'm like, yeah. fuck, just let them be. Yeah. You know, they're, and she's like, I get what you're saying, but in a couple weeks, if they think this is a good place for them to hang out, in a couple weeks, it's going to be really cold. They're going to start burning barrels and shit, and they're going to set our garage on fire. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Right. And like an hour later, they were being at shoot away, and I just felt bad, you know. But some of them have really nice tents. Like, they have, you know, stepped up the tent game. And I'm, I, I say that jokingly sometimes, but like, I'm glad they at least have like, you know, a tent they can stay in to shelter them a little bit. So we were doing a brick job in Tacoma on Hilltop and uh, it was at a Bates college and there was a bunch of homeless camps around the college. Yeah. And uh, so one day they had a big like hunting tent, wall tent, and it caught on fire and it burned up a dude's car that was in the trades and blah 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 normal shit and uh like oh not even a week later the same dude was back with a brand new like 500 dollars wall tent like in the same place they came and cleaned up all the burnt you know rubble and all that shit and he was right in the back in the same spot he was probably a working 
the working poor, right? You see that a lot. Vancouver, he was Canada, not, I see that. Uh, he was not the working poor. <clears throat> oh. So I don't know if you can hear it, but like I'm kind of at the tail end of a cold. Yep. And uh, I was getting over one. I, this is like a month now. Yeah. I was getting over one, and then I came home, and I spent some time with the kids who were at school all day. Well, one of my yeah. kids. Fucking Thanksgiving, man. Spent time with a bunch of kids and yeah. some family. And Monday morning, I woke up just like, uh, and it came one. back. Yeah. That's another one. Another DJ one. Khaled. Yeah. Yeah, and. Fucking this time I stopped the shit. Usually I let her go. I let yep. her buck. I like, hey, I'm gonna feel like shit for a week or whatever. You do yep. you, you wreck your you wreck your havoc. I don't like taking Tylenol and shit like that. Yep. But this time I'm like, no, 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 no. We're fucking we're stomping this shit out. I took Tylenol, Mucinex. I you know how it is when you're fucking when you start getting sick, you're like, man, I should really start taking vitamins and change my life. Yeah. right <laughs> start taking all these vitamins right yeah. and then you start feeling better and you're like yeah i'm gonna keep on that vitamin train and then yep. like two days later you're just like tomorrow i'll get on that vitamin train again and then it never happens until the next time your throat starts to tickle oh yeah that's kind of where i was at and uh i think i'm gonna get on that vitamin train full time i'm on it i've been on it i'm very 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 regimental when it comes to that shit yeah yeah i, I still get sick so, what the fuck am I gonna do with vitamins then? If, yeah. if you're still getting sick off vitamins, the whole point of taking well, the vitamins. I, I don't get sick often though. It's once every year, maybe two years, I get. get Neither like do a, I. Like, whoop your ass, like coldness, sickness. I've had, I've had COVID twice. Same. Oh my god! The first time, no symptoms. Didn't feel a damn thing. I was in camp up up north, and I had to quarantine in my room for twelve hours a day. Yeah. Well, all day, twenty four hours a day. Um, but I went live on TikTok for twelve hours a day. Yeah. And uh, that's I grew my following pretty good uh, during that time, and uh, I got paid eight hours a day, ten hours a day, ten hours a day. I got paid to be there. I was like, yeah. hell yeah! And I had to Fuck deliver yeah. my food. The second time, kicked my fucking ass. Yep. Like I was, I slept for 17 hours straight uh, and like, I probably should have been off like three or four days sooner than I was yeah. because I was at work in the truck and I couldn't keep my eyes open. I was yeah. passed out for like, as if, if I could be sitting, I was sitting sleeping. And then, you know, I had a hard time getting in and out of the truck and just having a hard time moving. And finally I went to the safety guy. I'm like, Hey bro, we need to test for this shit right now. Cause my body's telling me to stop and I ain't going to stop if it ain't COVID. Yep. So he's like, you know, you don't have to stop anymore. If it's COVID, we got rid of all that shit. You can continue on as business as usual. I'm like, ah, it was COVID. My brain's telling me to stop. So I did that. And then 15 minutes, you're supposed to wait, came back in like, as soon as they hit the, the little thing, positive, yep. Yep. positive. And it was, I'm like, Take me home, brother, because I'm going to bed. Fucking night-night time. Yeah. 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 And in like four days, I was good. I think they're doing quarantine up there again, like when people get COVID now. So yeah. they, they were really, really, really strict when COVID hit. All that shit. Everybody quarantined and blah, blah, blah. And then they kindly just went, fuck it. Like, you get sick. It is what it is. And then... So Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to ask, like, what is life like up there when, like, you're working? Like, why do they call it the slope, for one? 
and like what is it like is like is it like a freezing cold arctic tundra is it you know like what is the worst conditions you've worked in so i don't know why they call it the slope because it's fucking flat as shit right on the ocean but uh i've always tried to figure that out but so during the summer the hottest temperatures i would see were like 70 um the room, I don't know what that is. That's freedom units. I'm Canadian. Oh yeah, seventy freedom units. I don't know what that is in Celsius, but yeah, it's not that warm. Um, the humidity is mild, but the rooms. So like the camps up there don't have air conditioning; they just have heat. So the okay. rooms, or that's what gets hot. Like yeah, I've seen the rooms at ninety degrees freedom units. Um, well, I know a hundred is forty Celsius. Yeah, so it's close. But uh, the winters, yeah, it's it's Arctic weather during the winters. Uh, I think the worst I've seen when we were installing pipe last year for a separator was negative thirty five degrees. But the like I saw wind at like thirty miles an hour, so I, I, I don't. I think the wind chill factor was like negative sixty, negative seventy, something like that. I know at minus forty freedom units in celsius meet up and then they Correct. fuck off the other way again so yeah. yep. so it was cold as fuck is what you're saying like that's is, brutal i enjoy the cold i like like during the winter when it's in negatives i wear shot bibs and i wear a sweatshirt and fuck. i don't yeah it's the heat's what i wear fucking fat i wear the same thing year round right um yeah. except for in the winter I'll put on like a uh, um, like a wool sweater underneath. Yeah. Yep. Like I'll wear my shirt and then a wool sweater, and then I'll put like a toque on. But I wear the same shit year round. I yep. uh, I if it's cold, it's cold. You can't bundle up enough for the cold, you know. And I gotta be comfortable because comfort. If I'm comfortable, I'm safe. Yep. You know, I gotta be able to bend and maneuver and shit like that. And if yep. I can't, if I'm wearing too many layers and I can't move, you know uh dodge shit you know so like it's it's i i i wear what what i can you know to stay relatively okay and if i have to move more i just move more now you guys wear flame retardant gear as well right yeah all yeah all absolutely yeah 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 we we wear we wear coveralls yeah okay yeah we're we have to wear coveralls where you guys just you can wear whatever you want as long as it's fr Pretty much, yeah. So you can wear jeans. So lucky. You can wear jeans. But then uh, they allow us to wear extra toughs, like rubber boots, and those are not flame retardant, So, and, but they're allowed. So I don't really understand that. And then we, I don't know if you guys wear them during the winter, but over boots. Over boots? What are those? Yeah, like, like Neos. Have you ever heard of those? Neos. No, I wear Baffins year round. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, rubber boots, they're rubbers. They, they go up most of the way to my knees. Yep. That's like our extra toughs are the same way. And that's yeah. what we wear during like dirt season and shit like that. But the over boots, it's like an insulated boot that actually your boot goes into. Oh, it has spikes and it Velcros and yeah. Keeps your feet fucking really, really warm. Cause a lot of the times we'll do, uh, our pipeline work that we do is out on the ice. So, oh, there you go. You're back. Must have got a phone call. Yeah, ignore. <coughs> but uh, 
yeah, trying to wear those rubber boots on the ice for 10 hours a day, it's just not. You can't wear enough sock to keep your feet fucking warm. So Yeah, yeah. I don't even try to keep the feet warm. You know, they're going to get frozen. And then yep. they get too warm, they sweat, and then you're cold anyway. So. 100%. Yeah. Oh, oh it's, it's happening again. Someone's calling. Mr. Popular over here. Oh shit! Oh, uh, anyways, fucking. So let's talk about it today. Uh, I got my code for uh, Dirty Hands Clean Money Clothing Clothing Co. I'm finally uh, a brand affiliate, and I got it. It's Frost Ten. Frost Ten's the code. So if you want your Dirty Hands Clean Money gear, uh, head on over to TrollClothingCo.com. And uh, yeah, are you there? I'm here. Buddy. Oh, it froze up for a second. Oh shit! I was I took the I took the opportunity to uh, to drop my new code I got for Troll Clothing Co today. Fuck, yeah. uh, Dirty hands, clean money. I became an affiliate, so I'm I'm stoked for that one. I was been wondering for a couple of years now how the hell I get in there. Yeah, and uh, I found a way in, man. And you know, I you know it's it's good to know people sometimes. And 100%. you know, it turns out I knew a lot of people that I I didn't realize who they were or who, how they were affiliated so i i got in there they, they put some words in for me and they, they were doing this without me asking i That's didn't awesome. ask i didn't know they were pushing pushing that for me yeah and then i got a message and within two to three days here we are man it's like hey that's fucking cool that's fucking hell yeah. really, really cool Hell yeah, Frost 10 is my new code. So if you guys are looking for your Dirty Hands Clean Muddy gear, stickers, shorts, shirts, pants, flags, hey, support blue collar stuff, Frost Fuck 10. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I got to choose my own code, which never happens. Where usually if I get approached by a brand or whatever, yep. they, they're like, hey, your code is this. Yeah. Right? And they're like, yeah. hey, choose a good code for you. And I was like, okay. And well, I'm yeah. like, Frost 10, it makes yeah. sense. Well, and people people are gonna remember that because it correlates with your fucking name. So, well, usually it's like Dick Frost eighty nine or or Frosty D eighty nine ten or Frost eighty nine ten, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And uh, D Frost eighty nine ten, I've had and, and whatever, man. They're all good. They're all cool. They all help out. So you yeah. know, tough, challenging times. You know, every every time someone you know, purchases something, uses that code, I think I get a little bit of a kickback, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, challenging economic times, everyone's got to eat. Thanks for helping me out. Thanks for helping put food on my family's table, even if it's a little bit, so. Absolutely. Every single dime. Yeah, especially right around. now. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, how did you get started on social media? Um, so, I was against social media forever. Like, other than Facebook for family, I was like, Instagram is stupid. Like, only stupid people use it. So stupid. And then I just started one one day. Like, my beard was probably, I don't know, like, to that point. Uh, it's like a foot or something like that. And I, you know, I've always lifted. So I've always trained. That's always been my thing. And. I just started posting. I started an Instagram, got my handle, which was Gingerbeard Barbell, um, and just started posting. Now, if you looked at my 
my page, <coughs> you, you can see a lot of it is smutty. There's a lot of hairy shirtless pictures. And oh, stuff. yeah, there is. That's what I, got I, me into it. I don't know if you've read through the comments, but if you ever have an opportunity, read through the comments. It, it can get fairly entertaining. Oh, I'll be doing that afterwards, man. I love reading the comment section of videos. Whenever I see a cringy video or a post, I go yeah. straight to the comment section. Yeah, I'm, I'm harassed to no end um, by by the same gender, which I that stuff doesn't bug me. Attention's attention, and I know that it comes along with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get a lot of that love from, from that community as well because of the mustache. Yeah. But... Some of the stuff that they send, and like it's very clear that I'm married and that I have kids, and uh, they're a prime example was one of them found me on Facebook the other day and sent me a picture of like their hard wiener in a pair of underwear, <laughs> thinking that like, and I don't know what it is. Like everybody throws out bait, thinking they're gonna be the one that springs me out of the closet, and I'm just gonna leave leave with them and ditch my wife and kids, but. Like it's it's all in it's all in good fun, I guess. So yeah, man, I got a guy, a couple of these these guys actually. There's a guy where it all started on Instagram actually. When I launched my merch line, he was the first guy to buy merch off me. Yeah, and he was a follower for a long time, and I don't know if he's still active. I don't, I haven't checked in a while. I got really busy, and it's hard when as you get bigger, it's really hard to like focus on the people that uh, you know they're out of sight out of mind right if oh, you're yeah. not commenting or making yourself visible i i forget yep. right so especially as you get bigger and says brian he's from baltimore i'm pretty sure okay. and every day he would send me a picture of him in the shower without a shirt on and he'd be giving me a thumbs up right and uh i love brian he was on vacation with his husband sent me pictures of him and his husband and yeah. like you know it was it was um there, there was no harm no foul right like Correct. he didn't yeah. he didn't want anything he was just he was just joking around you know he's like hey and then uh there's another guy on snapchat his name's ml and i don't know how he found me well but i guess i know how my snapchat uh, link is in my link tree so yeah. uh, he added me and I add everyone back and uh, he started off by sending me a picture of his rock hard wiener oh yeah right and yeah. I was like wow hey, good morning to you sir right yeah. like <laughs> and because I commented once he sent me every day every day without fail for months yeah and I opened them only to get rid of the notification. Yep. I sometimes I, I I sometimes I catch a glimpse. Sometimes I most of the time I'd be like, right. And uh, <laughs> one day they stopped. A couple yep. days of this they stopped, and uh, it's been a week. And so I messaged him like, dude, where you at? You all good or what? Yeah. And uh, nothing for like months. And then one morning, quite literally, he erected from the dead, <laughs> and he's been sending me pictures for a month now, just of this thing. And the other day he actually instead of a picture. He sent me a message and he's like, dude, I just want to, I just want a picture of you. Just send me a picture of you. I'll be all good for a little bit. I just need something to play with. I was like, shit, man. I post enough shit all over the internet. Go you sent the it, picture, right? didn't you? No, I didn't. No. no? I thought about it. I thought about it. You know, you got to keep the people happy. Absolutely. He's a loyal fan. If you want to call it that, I don't know. Oh, but a... like, he's trying real hard, quite literally hard. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's been going on for a long time. So I've gone through waves where I was active on social media and then I'd stop and then I get real active and then I stop and now I'm I'm active again. Um I started an online coaching business. I've trained a lot of people in the past and it's just something that I'm passionate about. So, um I've been very fortunate over the years in my training to have trained around high-level people who have given me knowledge and I've turned around and I've given that to a lot of people and continue to do that. And I, you know, why not monetize it too? It's Are we talking that, high level, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone or what? No, not that. It just, just in the arenas that I've been in powerlifting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, get me Arnie's, get me Arnie's number, but <laughs> I ain't that special. Get to the top. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've, I've been pretty active for the last few months. And because um, I get a lot of messages from the stuff that I post, how it inspires people and motivates people. And uh, that makes, to me, makes the time that I put into it worth it. You know, even if I'm motivating one person to get off the fucking couch or do some push ups or, you know, improve their life just a little bit. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. And I like Hell that. Hell yeah. So that's beautiful. Have you gotten any life saving messages? Like, dude, you saved my life. You know, I was eating I, a bag of potato chips watching like uh uh Bachelor USA or whatever it is. And I I, you know, I have gotten a couple of those. Yeah, I have. And that's uh, cool, man. I I went through some commenting with somebody the other day and they were talking about how they um they lack motivation and they're worried about what people think of them because they've got autism spectrum disorder. Um, and both of my sons are diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. And I told him, I said, you know, it's, it's people like you as an adult that have that, that push forward and succeed that will inspire my boys. And it'll, you know, it'll show my boys that just because they have, um, autism spectrum disorder that it's not going to keep them from being having a successful life. So absolutely, absolutely, yeah. man. Like, yeah. look at look how many people are on the autism spectrum now that are leading you know normal lives. Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy, man. How like you know, um, if you can't make eye contact with someone, that puts you on the spectrum when you're talking, right? If you're yeah. you know, it's they've they've widened the spectrum so much, yep. and and you know, as medical advancements go or or become more so you know um it's it's crazy you know adult adhd is another thing right like right. you know obviously if you got it as a kid you're gonna have it as an adult it's not just gonna go away and you know i yep. joke around about it all the time i 100 percent have adhd i've learned how to sort of control it know when yep. it's starting to get out of hand or out of control and i and i like find my happy place yep and i like work on it right and you know part of part of that is this podcast part of it is you know my my whole social media right like this podcast can get pretty adhd sometimes or ADD now, or whatever the hell you want to call it do you feel like that that's contributed to uh your success like have you been able to like redirect it oh so i think if anything that might have made it worse yeah <laughs> for, yeah for real like 
um, people messaged me, especially the merch line in the beginning, yeah. <coughs> right? We didn't have a website. Yep. So people had to message me a lot. And I forgot a lot of shit, right? There's yep. probably still stuff that hasn't gone out yet from two years ago. <laughs> and now we have, we, we got a website fairly quickly after we, after that. And yeah, like, um, yeah, you know, I ignore, I have to, I have to learn how to set things down and walk away from some things because, yep. you know, something's got to give sometimes. Right. And, you know, sometimes I, the social media has to go away for the night. Right. And sometimes, you know, um, I, I, I gotta just go do something else. There was a while there where all I did was post TikToks and Instagrams for two years. I didn't do anything else. I stopped hanging out with my coworkers after work. I stopped watching movies. And then one day my wife was on the phone and one of my coworkers invited me up. She's like, you need to go. Yep. You need to go out and you need to have fun. You need to be social again. Because the further down social media I went, the less social I became. Correct. Right? And and because of that, you know, I saw a lot of good people, but I also saw a lot of bad people. And it, and it made me, it skewed my image of humanity a little bit. Yep. And for a while there, it was like, who can I trust and who can't I trust? Yep. Right? Because I had been stabbed in the back by people I thought were friends that, you know, I met one time yeah. or I never met. And, you know, that, that, you know, uh, some people thought, Oh, this guy, I bought merch off this guy. He, now we're friends. Now yep. he owes me his time. No, I had to, I had to learn that real quick. You buy merch off me. Thank you for the purchase. Absolutely. Um, I don't owe you anything after that. I do give, I do give, uh, if, if, you know, if I see you, like you know interacting in my live streams and whatnot all the time and you're always supporting i i do talk i i don't like to follow i can't follow everyone back correct but like if i my rule was for a while there if you make content you follow me i'll watch some of your content if i like some of it i'll follow you back but if you follow me and you have no content i'm not gonna follow you back right i gotta i'm not gonna just gonna be an empty friend for you right but then i had to break that a little are you're in my life? You're interacting. You're you're no you're you're there. You don't have content. You follow me, but you're you're a big part of my community. I'll yep. follow. Let's do it. Yep. I li- that's I literally treat that the same way. Yeah. The exact same way. Yeah, so. man. And it's it's been fun. Um, I've ignored a lot of text messages over the last few years because yeah. like, okay, I had to shut all the notifications for every app off. You yep. can't have them on. Um, now at times I'll have 80 to 90 text messages unread from months ago. And I'll go back. I, my notifications for those aren't off. Yeah. I just like, I'm busy and like, okay, I saw it pop up. And like, if it's my wife, I answer back. Yeah. If it's my boss, I'll answer back. If it's su- super important or someone that doesn't usually text me and it seems important, I'll answer back. Yep. Um, if it's someone be like, hey man, how's it going? How are you? It's been a while. I'll be like, okay. If I remember this later, I'm coming back to say hi. <laughs> and usually who's taking the brunt of that is my mom, where if I yep. have 70 unread messages, as soon as I open hers, I'm down to 30. Yep. Uh, it's so funny that you say that because my mom, my mom would say I do the exact same thing because I yeah I do do the exact same thing. She texts me the same thing every morning for the last ten years. 
Yeah. And she messages me in text and she'll send the same message over on Facebook and Twitter and yada, yada, yada. I'll answer her back at some point. And I felt bad. I said sorry to her one time. She's like, hey, I saw you post somewhere today. I know you're alive and you're doing well. That's all I yep. need to know. Yep. And I'm like, Jesus, mom, like you're making me. She lives fucking Jesus. Uh, she lives like 4,000 kilometers away. So like in where I'm from originally, Toronto area. Yep. I haven't seen my mom now in uh, two years. Yeah. Two and a half years. So I say, hey, man, I feel bad. You know, I send her pictures of my daughters as much as I can. And, yep. you know, um, I got to get out there. I know I got to get out there and visit. Um, you know, I, I know that my grandmother, my nana, she, she's not doing so hot either. So I got to show a wild story about my nana. I, sorry, we're going we're gonna, to gonna get into this. No, you're two years. Two years ago, she had two strokes back-to-back at Christmas time. Or was it Thanksgiving? I think it was Thanksgiving. Two, two, two years ago, two strokes back-to-back. She remembered a little bit, but she already had a little bit of uh, early onset Alzheimer's. Yeah. So that kind of fucked with her a little more. We talked a couple times after that. But then she, she didn't know who I was uh, the next time we talked. And I was like, shit. And that stuck because that's my grandmother, my nana that was, I didn't meet till 2013. My dad was adopted, yada, yada, yada. Yep. So, like I said, that's going to be an upcoming podcast. So, um, um, so I didn't talk to her for a year and a half. I felt so bad. But my, my uncle moved her closer to him so he could take care of her. Yep. And a month and a half ago, I get this text. And it's very cryptic. She's like, hey, she said my name, very misspelled. Uh, <laughs> I sh- are something, something, something. And I'm like, what the fuck is she trying to say? My my wife decoded it. She's like, she's telling you she had a stroke uh, in Manitoba. And now she's in Ontario in a, in a, in a nursing home. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I messaged her back. And she sent me one back two days later, and I was able to decode it because my wife, she, she transferred those amazing skills yeah. onto me. <laughs> so I was able to decode it. I'm like, damn, okay. So I called her. And she didn't pick up, but she called me back like an hour later, and I was at work. So I, I answered it. I'm, I told, I'm like, hey, give me time. I need to take this call. 40 minutes we talked for. She knew who I was. She came back. She's like, hey. And we, we had a good chat. I sent her pictures of my kids. And, uh, yeah, I need to, I need to get out there, man. That's, uh, my grandpa passed from Alzheimer's. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a really, really tough one. And it's, uh, it's a trip who they remember and who they don't remember because yeah, like there was, uh, my mom's cousin and he hadn't seen her in like 15 years and she like walks in the door and he's like, Oh, Hey Jeannie, how's it going? But had no idea who we were, didn't know who my mom was, like knew who grandma was because she'd been taking care of his ass for a billion years. But (coughs) yeah, so what? Yeah, it's oh man, it's it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's it's a wild ride. And I got to get my uncle. My uncle agreed to come on because uh, he grew up with her. And my dad did not. My dad was put up for adoption. Yep. And he's the youngest of the four brothers. 
And uh, he agreed to come on to tell help me tell the story of how we all met. It's a wild freaking story, man. But he's really busy. Yeah. And like, um, where there's a two hour time difference. So I gotta get him either when I have a day off and he can do it. Yep. Or like magic just has to work, you know. And I'm really terrible at scheduling these things. Most of the time, it's like, hey man, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. Want to do a podcast tonight? Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then like oh in an hour from now let's go right like if we schedule too far out like i i can't promise i'm gonna remember yep so i started putting them into my calendar to warn me because i did piss someone off oh i did piss someone off last week with with that and uh we're rescheduling she was having a bit of a hard time and going through some shit and set uh some time in her night aside for me and yeah. we scheduled like three to four weeks out and that was yeah. like man adhd but yeah <laughs> gotta forgive me yep so um what's your what's your coaching business like what does that revolve around and like where can people find that and like what do you center it around so i i'll offer a few different things um my background's in powerlifting, but i do general fitness too and that's uh so the coaching that I'm doing now will be nutrition, fitness, and mindset. Um, you know, trying to instill discipline into people that don't have it. Um, and the way I try to explain it, like I'm a normal dude, grew up, you know, fairly normal circumstances, but uh, like it just took time to develop it. Like I, I didn't always wake up at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, and you know, I didn't always wasn't so regimental about my food and regimental about my training and you know because there's so many people when they see me doing it they think i can't do that yeah. like it's it's it, that's impossible like you're you know uh, the term's stupid but built different and like i just i just took the time you know i have an addictive personality and uh you know that that used to be directed towards booze and now i'm sober i don't drink or do anything and I just redirected that into healthier things. So when I grab when I grab onto something, I grab onto it real real hard. If you know what I'm like saying, like a dog with a bone. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Um, but uh, I run it all through my Instagram page, Gingerbeard Barbell. Um, that's my point of contact, and then uh, I run everything off a private app. So I schedule workouts, build the workouts, schedule them, schedule your food track everything um are you like the peloton people and like richard simmons you do like workout videos and shit no i don't do no shit like that. i mean <coughs> obviously i post workout videos and i'll yeah I'll, I'll post up free workouts for people to follow um i i just do that because you know not everybody's going to be, be able to afford um what i'm offering so i you know i still try to give to the people because people i like i've been hit up a lot over the years. How do you train? What's your style of training? What do you do? Um, it, I have no problem sharing that. That's got to keep you busy, man. Like you, you work twelve hours. You, you on a twelve-hour schedule? Yeah, we're on. We're on twelves. It's minimum twelves, depending on the project. Yeah. Um, and whether we're authorized more overtime or not. So that's why I get up at two there. That gives me an opportunity to train. It gives me an hour in the morning to put towards that work on my shit then i go work and then i get off work you know shit shower eat dinner and then uh, i spend another hour hour and a half working on that shit before i go to bed so 
Wow. Wow. Um, when I'm home, you know, I again, I, I try to maintain that schedule just for the discipline aspect of things. You know, if I start sleeping in here, then it'll carry over to there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The only time, honestly, I get to sleep in now is when I sleep in the airport. So I don't even get a hotel when I fly up. I sleep in the Anchorage airport the night before. I have this little travel inflatable mattress. Fucking put it down on the ground with my fucking CPAP on. My fucking looking like a looking like a fucking beached whale sleeping in a hallway. But uh, that's deadly. I wish I had one of those when I was just, like hanging out at airports, flying back and forth. Bro, it was the best thirty dollars I spent on Amazon ever. Yeah, I won't man. even tell you what the best thirty bucks I ever spent on Amazon was. It takes batteries <laughs> and it vibrates. My man. Those yeah, and it's for me, bro. It's for me. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I work on the oh. slope. Yeah. yeah, you know what's up, buddy. You I know, know what's up. up. Oh yeah. Apparently, I just learned that if you take like um, a vibrator, yeah, some vibrator. If you take a vibrator and like you just like put it on the tip, and you like do this thing, max two minutes done. No way. I just what? learned this. I just learned this, dude. I just you know, so I always get hit when I go through TSA airport security, and I just. You know, if I'm flying by myself, they go through my bag and they find a fucking vibrator in there. Hey, my shit get, hey. my shit gets searched 100 percent of the time. At least you ain't flying with no IEDs or anything. No, it's just a vibrator. They're at worst they're just gonna chuckle and like laugh at you when you're not around. I see the same TSA every three weeks though. Yeah, get, well then I, you can joke around with them about it. Yeah. <laughs> You could change someone's life, dude. I just changed yours. You you pass that information along. I will. I mean, there there's a lot of a lot of dudes on the crew up there that it's mind boggling what they don't have on them in their rooms. Yeah, dude. And it doesn't even have to be in your room, bro. Like, are there porta potties there on site? So we have Envirovax, no porta potties, you know, because bears and shit. Yeah. So yeah. Envirovac. Yeah. The, Go in the Envirovac. Two minutes, bud. It takes less time than having a cigarette. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just changed your life, dude. Probably. I'll have to test Hell it out yeah. at home first. <coughs> Do that work. Got to test. Do that work. There, well, there are there are cream pies to bake when you're at home. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so true. No, no batch goes goes to waste when you're at home, bud. No, that's a fact. That's a fact, straight up. Hell yeah! No, I just I just changed your life, man. You're welcome. Appreciate that. So, what's your? Uh, I know it's your podcast, but is your goal to do content full time? Obviously. Ah, oh, that's a great question, man. Something I just started really thinking hard about in the last like six, seven months, you know, and. My whole niche is based off of me being at work. Ah, yeah, right? you're right. You're right. Coveralls yeah. and hard hat. I mean, I could make it work outside outside of that. Like, I could, you know, keep the coveralls and the hard hat and yeah. stay home and go find uh, a pump jack or a rig and whatnot. But then it wouldn't be genuine. And I think yeah. that's why it does so well, because it's real and I'm really doing it. Yeah. And um, 
Would I like to? Sure, you know. Um, I'm making decent money at it. And we're like not on TikTok, we're not on the Creators Fund in Canada. Facebook praise pretty good. The heat waves, you know, all these affiliations and stuff like that. I'm hoping, you know, they'll add up. And, you know, maybe one day, maybe yeah. one day the goal is to, but right now I'm just supplementing income, right? My mom's, my, my mom, my wife's a stay-at-home mom. We have two yeah. girls and in this economy, that's extremely difficult and very hard. And, but we make it work, you know, and that extra income really helps. Isn't it a trip? Um you know, like a hundred thousand dollar a year job five years ago was like that was the shit you were doing fucking well. You were doing yep, really you were well. Killing it. You were killing it. And now six figures, you know, hundred, hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year ain't shit. Like, Cause nope. I'm in the same situation. My wife stays home, which I prefer. You know, she raises my boys and not nobody else is raising our boys. Yep. But uh like it's it's still a stretch even with what I make and I make good money. Like I make very, very good money. I know I can't the 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 stats sheet came out like a couple months ago for Canada and what each Canadian city you need to make in yep. order to afford a home in. And I think it was like an hundred and eighty grand in Alberta you needed to make to buy a house. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Hundred and eighty grand, uh Keep in mind, the American dollar goes further than the Canadian dollar does. Yeah. Um, I know in Toronto, it's like, oh, geez, you need to be making like almost half a million dollars to afford a home. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, dude, it's it's insane. And even minimum wage, if they raise the minimum wage to 18 bucks an hour, you're just creating more problems. And, and really, the minimum wage isn't even enough to, to do that, right? So... Yeah, it's expensive, but we I had this conversation with tired and frozen Carl today and a yeah. uh, good solid dude. And uh, you know, he said, you know, that housing bubble has to pop at some point. And when it does, he just resigned his mortgage and it's yeah. nasty it's nasty. But it's for three years. And he said, In the next three years, that housing bubble has to pop. He's like, I'll be laughing in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking, it's a trip. We uh, we sold our house at the beginning of COVID. And uh, the real estate agent, when we listed it, said that it'll never sell. It's going to sit on the market forever, blah, 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 blah. And then we had a full offer plus some, I think, five days later. Like, first dude saw the house, bought it. Yep. Yep. Houses in Ontario, where I'm originally from, in Toronto. Yeah. So, Buddy was asking 1.5 for his house and someone paid 2.3 for it. <laughs> and that's that's why it's that's that shit's happening all over man it's insane yep. just disgusting yeah it's uh like i said it's a it's a trip to see because a few years ago we were making i don't know what you make but i'm sure it's probably not too much different than what we make yeah well, i make good money you know like well i thought it was good yeah a couple of years ago, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we got the carbon tax. I know in the city I live in, in Edmonton, they charge you 15 cents for a bag of McDonald's. Yeah. It's so, eight cents here in Washington for yeah. like a, a bag from the grocery store or whatever. So I think it's a quarter, 25 cents for a bag at the grocery store. McDonald's recently started charging 15 cents. 
And uh, yeah, so basically, here's your food, uh, one item at a time. If you don't want to pay the fifteen cents, that's such a trip, man. Is it plastic or a paper bag? It's a paper bag. Fifteen cents for a paper bag. Fifteen cents for a paper bag. Now, will they? If you brought your own bag, <sighs> would they put the food in your own bag? Yeah, great question. Here's the real trip. Okay, so I live in Edmonton. Yeah. 10 minutes away is Sherwood Park, which is technically, you know, kind of sort of Edmonton, but its own city. Yeah, like a suburb. Ten, um, yeah, 10 yeah. minutes away. If I go to the McDonald's 10 minutes away, I don't pay for a bag. So that's a like a local municipal ordinance or something? Yeah, it's the city of Edmonton, yeah. Okay, that's a trip. That's And what does that money go to? Oh, buddy, probably fucking a private flight somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Typically. Probably a vacation, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. you're only on Instagram? You're not on TikTok or anything like that? I have not. My wife is a big TikToker, like, loves TikTok, like most people do. And she's trying to get me to go over to it. And I should. I don't see why I don't. Um, I think you would have amazing success over there, and I think it would only help you grow more on Instagram. I just don't know what my niche would be if I went over. Same thing you do on Instagram. Do the workout. The oil and gas shit would take off, but do the coach, the life coaching, and yeah. do the do the workout shit as well. Talk about the North Slope, man. You know, you know what I mean, uh, dude. Oil and gas stuff on tiktok blue collar stuff on tiktok they, i know they like that shit like people like that shit it's relatable oh yeah oh yeah it's relatable because it's such a like it's the largest field i mean yeah. blue collar work the work in general and people well think pretty, about this sorry go ahead finish that thought sorry. oh no go ahead you're good i was gonna say think about it right up until the last couple of years nobody really knew what the inside of blue collar looked like they just knew these people went to work they got dirty they were gross they were uneducated yep. these people didn't want to go to college or university to become a lawyer or a doctor so they yep. instead they put their bodies through hell and go do this yep. and it's a bad lifestyle yada 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 and they're all cokeheads and womanizers and blah 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 there was well, a point in time what a point in time. that culture has changed quite a bit correct no I, um yeah but um you know but now what tiktok Instagram, Facebook, the internet in general has done is give you an inside look into those fields yeah. and being like, you know, these dudes, you know, they're away from home. They sacrifice. They're getting right. dirty. And a lot of them, they're not stupid. They didn't go to college university, but they're not stupid. And a lot right. of them did go to college and university. Yeah. Quite a few of them. A lot of them. They, 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 they use the trades to pay for their way through college university. I've worked with a lot of people who have done that. Yep. Or they, they've got an education to, you know, as a backup, yep. you know, or maybe college education was their, was their, their primary, but then, you know, the trades was their backup. And when they got to what they went to school for, it wasn't for them. So then they fell back on the trades. Yep. And then of course, you know, technical vocational trade schools, right? Like, yeah, you know, and that it's not all dumb people, you know. Are there some Correct. dumb people? There are some dumb people, but like that's in every know? arena, though. Like that's absolutely every I've arena. Dumb, I've met some dumb doctors. Yeah, well, and I've met a a lot of dumb, highly educated people. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I uh, was prescribed something by a doctor one time who had to Google my symptoms and uh, prescribed me something that made what I had worse. Yeah. And I had to go to the ER and the doctor at the ER looked at me. He's like, oh, you got this. And you went there and he gave you this. Well, that made it worse. You're not supposed to take that. Yeah. And then, you know, it just, it made it worse. And therefore prolonged my pain and discomfort. Yep. Yeah, it was a good time. I couldn't uh, do any physical work at work for two and a half weeks or so. They stuck me as a driver for this, for uh sandblaster he didn't have his license and he needed to do this and so they're like you're gonna drive this guy around and do this and i i i sat in the truck with the ac blasting on me all day it was great but after a couple days of that i i'm like i gotta do something because i couldn't eat i couldn't eat or drink yep right so and no matter how hard i tried no matter how hungry i got and how painful it was i couldn't do any of it so I got out and I started lifting bags of the sand into the fucking cone or blaster or whatever the hell you want to call it. And uh, like I could do one or two at a you know, one or two, and I had to take a break. Yep. It winded me to do that. But I tell you, the first I remember where I was the day that I felt like I could eat again and I was good. Oh, I yeah. was in a little town in southern Alberta called Claire's. And I went and I got two teen burgers and a chocolate milkshake from A and W. Oh yeah. And then on my way home, I had to pass through a town called Gasoline Alley or Red Deer. I stopped at Pete's Drive-In, or yeah, Pete's Drive-In, and I got myself a milkshake there and another burger. And I just went to town, man. And I got home, and then I ate my wife. That's uh. To touch on the doctor thing, so when my wife finally forced me to get uh, sleep study done, yeah, uh, with insurance here you have to get a referral before you can, you know, see a specialist. And I went to a regular doctor and I explained my situation, and their first thing was to try to give me a sedative to sleep. And I said, "Well, lady, like I stop breathing while I'm sleeping, so like." Don't you think that that would be a problem? I was like, I'm literally just here for a referral so I can go get a sleep machine. Yeah. And she's like, uh, oh, like I thought you were here for pills. And I was like, no, no. And I said, why would you give me a sedative when I, you know, I, I choke on shit and stop breathing? And yeah. That's I, scary. Well, yeah. It's just some doctors don't pay attention and don't care. Fucking weird, man. Yeah, they're just quick to push pills, and that shit's super frustrating because that's. Yeah, well, they get paid for that, right? So. Yeah, but it's caused a lot of issues in our country, and I know it's caused a lot of issues in yours as well. <coughs> Canada's healthcare system is falling apart. That's a controversial statement. Some will yep. agree, a lot will. Yep. Our healthcare system is falling apart. Yep. It is falling apart at the seams, whether it's because I'm not even getting into that. It's just falling apart. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want to, yeah, I get a lot of, I, I'm really pretty neutral in a lot of things, but I'm not, like, privately, like, I'm not neutral. I like to talk about politics and everything, and I try to steer away from that on my social media pages. Same, same here. I don't, I don't ever touch politics on there. Yeah, uh, yeah. The people that know me personally know, know my stances, and, uh. 
Yeah, well, you, if you don't have to know me personally, you could just look at me, look where I work, and like some of the things I talk about once in a while. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you you get a pretty good sense if you really pay attention. Um, yeah. But I I won't talk about it, right? I won't really. Oh, I have talked about it a little bit here and there, and yeah. you know, it's hard not to sometimes, Correct. right? It's just like, man, both sides of the political spectrum are both stupid. AF. Correct. Yeah. You know, left left wing, right wing, just two fucking wings of the same bird. That's so. it, right there, to a T. I agree. Yeah. Hundred percent. If I if I didn't feel an obligation to vote, I wouldn't do it. Correct. I vote because uh, I'm I'm a. I guess you could call me a single. You know, actually, up until the next election, we. Uh, Every election up until this next one that's going to be coming up in like a year or two, I've been a single issue voter. Yep. Um, my stance on that has changed over the course of the last eight years a lot. I have changed as a person. Yep. I see a lot of dumb shit. And right. like, it's more than just one thing. And if you want to get, it could be a single issue. And it's just the man. The man is the issue. Uh, yeah, we are. Our guys are very similar. Yeah, oh, they're two yeah. peas in a fucking pod, bud. Yeah, that oh, shit. yours can maintain <laughs> a full sentence, and mine can't. So, oh, he can barely complete a full sentence. He's got a lot of ums and ahs in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, have you listened to my podcast before? I honestly, I have not, and That's uh, fine. That's fine. so I've seen your, your TikToks, I've seen a bunch of your TikToks because of my wife. Yeah. So, like, I was super stoked when you shot me a follow and then, like, we got to talking. Like, I was super stoked on that. I thought that was the fucking coolest shit ever. I still. Uh, well, I felt intimidated because I saw the size of your arms and your legs and saw that yeah. you followed me. When I said follow back, I'm like, I'm going to get beat up if I don't follow back. <laughs> right? And that, yeah. that, that majestic beard, man. Jeez. They, like, wish, I, they wish I you, didn't have it. You got food in that thing? Do you hide snacks in there? I well, inadvertently, I I, I hide snacks. Is it really like Peter Griffin where like you got a bird's nest in there and you're just you're just like you're just hiding baby birds in there. You're like keeping them warm until they're ready to take flight. I fucking wish. That'd be so dope. Yeah. So do you okay, so where I was going with that, it doesn't really matter. But like yeah. do, you, do you know what viscosity is? No. You you work out on the North Slope and you don't know what viscosity is? No, I don't. I don't. The type of work probably doesn't correlate. So, Bruh, whatever. Um, it, it, it has to do with like the thickness of like mud and water. The oh, thickness yeah. or the, visco yep. the viscous. Yep. 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 Sorry. The viscosity yep. of mud, right? Yep. Like the thickness of a load. Yep. Right? So, where I'm going with it is the podcast is sponsored by the Mudman. And by the time anyone hears this, right now it's www.mudmanmarket.com. But he, we actually got our sponsor on the podcast like fuck, a couple weeks ago by the time you listen to this. Yeah. It's not out yet, but by the time this comes out, it will be. And uh, so he said he purchased Mudman or Mud Market. I think it was Mud Market, MudMarket.com. Yep. So that's where you can find them now, MudMarket.com. 
uh, you know, for all your liquid, uh, for all your drilling fluids and laboratory testing equipment needs and whatnot. And, you yep. know, Solid Dude just recently got engaged. And, fuck, I think November something, middle of November, he's getting married. So quick, quick, uh, quick little uh, quick turnaround engagement. Oh, yes. Very quick. Very quick turnaround. Yeah. Solid guy. Um, I don't know. By the time this one comes out, I don't know. We might be taking it. The podcast might be going. Um, uh, what's the word for that? Mobile. The podcast might be going mobile to Texas. Might be. That's a huge maybe. I Episode 50 is coming up. We are you, coming you up. Just say it's going to happen. Manifest Oof. it. We'll have I'm trying to manifest it. I've made the phone call. I've talked to my 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 potential 50th guest. Yep. And he stays out of the spotlight. He doesn't like attention. You know, what happened to him uh, was huge and it caused a lot of issues. Yep. And people died, and, like a lot. And um, he lives in Texas. And I made the phone call and he said, call me back in a couple weeks. I don't know if he's taking that time to block my number or not, but... <laughs> I will call him back on a different phone if I have to. It's in my calendar, and I'm calling yep. back at 9 a.m. my time. Yep. So the the Mudman has said that if I can get him on, the Mudman will pay for the podcast to fly and stay in a hotel in Texas. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. And I'm stoked. That that guy's down for the cost. He He's been a he's been a great uh, person to have on my side through all of this. You know, yep. I get swag and uh, this mic and headset because of the because of the mud man. That's and fun. yeah, man, it's been great. And possibly a trip to Texas for episode fifty, which you know that's my plan A. That is. Yep my only egg in the basket at this time being and i gotta manifest it if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen I, are, you, are you writing it down every day uh i i should i should yeah. but it's up here and when i had that phone call i was at work so the fact that the mud man also helped me get his phone number by the way we talked about it and he's like let me make some calls i know people all over the world and in the industry so he he found the number and eight hours later had it to me. That's awesome. And uh, he's like, I know a guy that knows him, yada, yada, yada. He's like, make the call. So I did. And I was at work. And after I made that phone call, we chatted. And the mud man said, that's one you got to do in person and I will pay for it. After he said that, I found it very hard to concentrate at work. Yep. I was not, my mindset was not there. Um you know, mind not on task. I was very incomplete. I was very complacent. Yep. That's and a problem. It was. And I had to get out of that. I had to go sit down for a few minutes and I had to like, you know, before something happened. So yeah, but I should have, I should have waited to make that phone call. I should have waited like until after work or something, but I was excited. I saw the number. I'm like, you know, dog with a bone blinders on let's do it yep. yeah <laughs> that's awesome that'll so, be uh, that'll be yeah. big for you then huh if you can it, steal that deal that'll be big it will be it will be big for me uh this i think is like 
fuck, 45 or 46. So, fuck, we got five, four or five weeks to go. That's awesome. So, uh, this week, you told me to call him back in two weeks. This week will be one. Yep. So, I still got another week to go. And uh, I hope I hope it's a yes. If it's not, I, I respect his privacy and his right to say no and, yep. and carry on. I don't hold it against him. Uh, I I really just wanna. That's my that's my white whale, as Joe Rogan would call it. Just remember that uh, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, dog. So. Absolutely. I don't know how much to bug him either, because in the, when I phoned him, he said call me back in two weeks. He's not really. He doesn't really like to talk. He tries to stay on the spotlight. Yada yada yada. And uh, I tend text him like twice after that, like right away. I'm like, hey man. Even if you say no, I'd still like to chat with you off camera, like not, you know, maybe on the yep. phone. You know, we don't even have to talk about that incident. I just like you as a person. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we could chat about anything. And if you don't even want to do that, I appreciate you taking the time out. Send them the link to my podcast. Like, this is what I do. It's not big time or anything like that. I just like having fun uh, conversations yep. or <sighs> my thing. I like to talk to people and you know, so uh, I gave him the link, and the ball's in his court now. So you yeah. know, uh, this is what I this is what it's about. And yeah, man, shout out to the Mud Man though for making Mark, dreams yeah. come true. So hell yeah, shout out to the Mud Man. Hell yeah, man, I love that guy. Got That's amazing awesome. gear. I wish I could wear my shirt less. And can you repeat that website one more time? So it, right now it'd be www.mudmanmarket.com, but you could try www.mudmarket.com, see if that one's up and running yet, because he just bought the rights to that one. So. Okay. Hell yeah, man. It's oil field related gear and stuff like that for, for mud systems on the rigs. Cool. Yeah, man. It's really cool. Awesome. Really good guy. Solid awesome. individual. Uh, been to my house, you know, uh, happy to call him a friend. That's awesome. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So where do you where do you see your um your training and stuff, uh coaching going in the next, you know, five ish years? So I'm hoping that within the next year it's a full time gig. That's what I'm yeah. doing. Uh, trying to move away from the from the slope and be home full time. Yeah, I want to be with my boys. I miss Hell out yeah. a lot with them. Get on TikTok, buddy. Get on TikTok. That's what I'm, I'm telling gonna, you. Well, you've convinced me. My wife's been telling me, but I needed to hear it from somebody else that is uh, actually successful on it. Oh, I don't know about successful. I think if I was in America, I think my my following could be bigger, right? Because it yeah. pushes out to your geographical location. Like you got guys sure. in California with hundreds of thousands and millions of followers. Yep. Canada, I'm you know I'm small time man. I'm just having a good time. I mean, seventy thousand on one account, thirty three or thirty four on the other, over a hundred thousand. Sure. I am successful in my own mind. Some people yeah, like to throw no. the word celebrity around. Um, yeah. it, nah, I still got to go to work every day, you know? And like, so maybe I'm like, uh, shit, who's, who's a celebrity that has to work? You know, let's, let's say Mary J. Blige, you know, she yeah. showed up for the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. She had to book time off of work at Wendy's. So yep. <laughs> <hell yeah. laughs> uh, that's awesome. Hell yeah. No, man. Um, get on TikTok. Definitely get it. You've already got a uh, following going on Instagram. Get on get on TikTok, but that's all I can say. It's organic growth. 
it's I bet you you'll see a lot of you'll see a lot of success over there. Okay, I'm gonna you yeah. convince me. I'm gonna check it out. I uh, yeah. I own like I have the handle. I set it up once. I've never uploaded anything to it. So like I own the ginger ginger beard barbell handle on TikTok. So hell yeah. I think I have it on Twitter too. I don't ever tweet. I I don't think I've touched the Twitter, but maybe Twitter twice. pisses me off. If you don't like politics, stay the fuck off Twitter. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why I won't go there. And I had somebody steal some of my images on there one time, and they were I'm that's happened a million times. I've had people use my images to catfish people and shit, but the stuff they were yeah. posting in correlation with my photos was a little frustrating. So, Whew. yeah, man, man, you need to, yeah, yeah, it's time. It's time to hit that TikTok button. It's time to grow your following over there. And the best part is you can repurpose that over on Instagram, right? Yep. Yep. You can, like, there are so many good sounds. Like, I'm thinking off the top of my head, the trending sounds that you could use to, like, grow. So do you use those? Does that help? Oh, oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. You know, that's sort of, I, I used to do a lot more uh, original content, me just talking. Yep. Um, sometimes I don't got time for that. Sometimes Oops. what I have to say is appropriate. So like, yeah. it's just like, you know what, I'm going to say a stick over here. Yep, absolutely. I ain't about getting canceled today, so. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll uh. I'll start working on that tonight before I go to bed. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So what time what time do you usually go to bed at? And I don't know if you finished your your story about where you want this to go. I know you said full time, but like Correct. what what does that look like? Um obviously replacing my current income. Um so I, I also want to branch that into a brick and mortar gym as well. That's always been go. And so I have a buddy here um, where I live that wants to do it. And he also has, you know, he'd be able to throw skin in on it. So it would be an equal, equal partnership. So equal risk. Um, but I'd want to be home to do that. Because I've Absolutely. always, just, I've wanted to own a gym and I know that they're super difficult to, you know, make money on. But if I'm, living comfortably if i can get the coaching business to where i can be living comfortably then i would be okay just floating that um just to give people a cool space to train you're becoming like rocky here man like you're you're gonna have a gym like rocky right like i would hope hell yeah Yeah. so so when do you hope that to like start happening like the next year next two years next next two dude good for you yeah is this is this ambitious? Like, is it is or is it doable? It's doable. Fuck yes! Get on TikTok. It's even more doable. Yeah, I'm gonna get on there, man. Social media, man. It's I say it every day. It is a fucking ride. Like, it has changed my life. Yeah. Sometimes for the worst. Yeah. For the worst. For the worst. Sometimes it. Sometimes for the worst. It. it yep. You know what? Sometimes you look back, you're like. I don't know about that. Yeah. But then, you know, 99% of that is it's changed it for the better. Right. Absolutely. Like, 
it's helped me meet incredible people all across the planet. It's, it's helped me connect to the industry that I'm proud to be a part of. Right. It's, it's, it's helped spawn this podcast where I get to have amazing conversations with other blue collar dudes and yeah. they don't even have to be blue collar people. I just like talking. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, if I figure I can get like an hour and a half, two hours, Oh, sometimes we've gone three. If I feel like I can get some time, out of someone that that and then not be a complete snooze fest yeah hell yeah let's chat yeah what uh what made you start the podcast so um i listen to a lot of podcasts right and i listen to history of the 90s and the second act podcast good friend of the podcast gord by the way the second act listen to the second act podcast okay do you listen to podcasts at all i do the second act podcast is what you're going to want to listen to as long as well as history of the 90s. Gord lives not too far from me. Yeah. I've been on his. He's been on mine. Um, great dude. You know, has some really interesting guests on. Um, I think you would actually fit well on his, especially um, when you get your, uh, your, what's right now is a side hustle, which you can make that full time. Yep. And then, uh, so I just do a lot of podcasts and we drive a lot, right? As blue collar workers, we're driving yep. town to town hours at a time, flying for hours at a time. Yep. What Sometimes listening to your musical play- playlist just gets old. Correct. Listen to a podcast. That's why they're so lengthy. They're an hour and a half, two hours, two and a yep. half hours, you know, kill that time. Yep. You got to make it interesting. And so that happened. And, you know, last year I, uh, I started – we started, I guess, a podcast of me and another guy. We started a podcast where, you know, we co-hosted and, and it was it was decent. I thought it did pretty good, actually. We, we made it to episode 10, but episode 10, it uh, before episode 10 went out, we fell apart. And episode 10 was up for maybe, maybe half a day. And uh, we, we decided to call our quits and go our separate ways. I think it was creative differences was cited. Um, I didn't make that decision, so I don't know. But so um, I knew I wasn't done when that went in separate ways. I I needed to. I was bummed out for about it. I stopped listening to podcasts for a couple months, but I knew I wasn't done, and I wasn't done with podcasts in general. Yep. I just needed time away from that to think and reflect on what had happened. And um, uh, I I was trying to think of a day. I have a series on TikTok called On the Throne with Dick. Yeah. And, you know, so, yeah. So, it's on my, I have two TikTok accounts. That one's on my main one. And uh, so, the the name was there, On the Throne with Dick. Perfect. I, except I didn't put with Dick on here. It's hard pressed to find listeners to listen to something with Dick in the title. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, hey, whoa. You know, so, whatever. <laughs> and then, uh i came back i came back and i discovered hey you know what like you know i was a little nervous at first about going on it on my own but uh man i treat every episode the same whether it was episode one or episode 45 46 yeah, right yeah. uh i'm i'm just as anxious about getting it going i'm just yep. as anxious on release day and it's my baby and you know that last one we only made it to episode ten. This one, we're we're I'm forty, almost forty episodes past that. Yeah, and you know, one one a week in 45, 46 weeks. I haven't missed a Tuesday, so yep. you know we're we're clipping along, man. And and you know, 
um, it was, it was, it was a fun experience, you know, and it's something that I didn't want to just, I wasn't done. I had more to give. Yep. And, and so uh, this, this came with it and I really surprised myself. I've, I've really surprised myself and uh, I had Ed the Sock on. Probably don't know who Ed the Sock is. He was iconic in Canada okay. in the late 90s, early 2000s. And he said it himself. Sometimes reaching out is like 90% of the fun. Yep. Right? So like 90% of the time, I don't get an answer back. Yeah. The other 9% of the time, it's a no when they do answer back. Yeah. And 1% of the time, someone will be like, yeah, let's do it, right? Yeah. So I'll send out yeah. like 50 asks and one one or two people will respond. One will be no, one will be yes. And I'm like, cool, let's keep going. So just trying is fun, reaching out. Man, some of the people that I've like had the balls to reach out to that I've answered back with, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. It's been amazing. And I've created some like really good friendships off of it, right? Like, yeah. like we come out of it, we go into it. Not knowing, I don't do my homework. I keep it that way on purpose. Yeah. Because uh, if I do my homework and I keep to a schedule of what we're going to talk about, it feels scripted and I'm ADHD, so it's hard to stay on that track. Correct. So I just like, hey, fuck it. Let's follow the conversation. It goes where it goes. Absolutely. Right. There are yeah. times where we're talking about fucking farming or working in the oil field. Yep. Someone will say something about Pokemon and it goes towards Pokemon for a half hour. <laughs> and it's like half hour Pokemon. And Buddy's like, dude, sorry. I'm like, I don't fucking care, man. That's yeah. an awesome conversation. This is what this is about. Absolutely, fuck yeah. Yeah, man. It's been, it's it's been pretty amazing. Ah, oh, dude, I'm I'm proud of myself and where it's come. Fifty episodes. That, that's a lot. Most people give up. Well, the average podcast doesn't make it to twenty, right? Yeah. So it, it gets it, it dies out after that because a lot of I had a so I had a an advantage a lot of new podcasts don't have. Yeah. Unless I already have a following on the internet. Correct. Across the internet, I've got close to 200,000 followers, maybe more. I don't know, just over, just under, give or take. And uh, so, like, if I could convert a fraction of that into listeners, I'm already doing better than 99% of the podcasts that start. Absolutely, 100%. So, like, you know, and, and for me, it's not about that anymore. The views and it's cool that they're there, but yeah. like, it's not about that. The quality of the conversation, the fun I'm having, that's all that matters. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, man. And that's, that's all that matters to me. Gives me something to do. It's my outlet. My wife, she's on board with it. She loves that I do it. You know, it, and to be honest with you, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, how long is that shit going to last for? No, it, it'll run out at some point. It'll end. It'll end. Yep. This won't end. I could go on with this forever. Correct. Right? And so I'm preparing, also preparing for a life after that, right? Like, yep. So, hey, make hay while the sun shines. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, buddy. Hey, what time is it there? Uh, It's 8.45. Oh, good. You're only an hour behind. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yep. <coughs> I'm uh I I'm not gonna keep you for too much longer here though, man. Yeah. I'm uh you know you're you're a guy who likes to get to bed early, get up and and, and fucking Three. just pump that iron, man. Like oh, get all, you get like all to, greasy and grunt. Oh, do you do you grunt? It depends on the movement. I'm not 
Like if I'm deadlifting heavy, it's inevitable I'm gonna fucking grunt, but I'm not. Give me your best grunt. Let's hear it. <sighs> How was that? Is that like the? Is that like the best you got? That's a pretty average. <sighs> That's the thing. You're giving me right now, you're giving me the same shit the wife gets after three weeks in the bush. Yeah. Three weeks on the slope. Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, so one last question to end her off yeah. here, I guess. Uh, I, uh, you've never listened, so that's good. I, I, this last one stumps a lot of people, and I love it. Um, Mount Rushmore has four of the most influential people in like North American history on it. Um, if you could have your own Mount Rushmore, people that you look up to and aspire to be, who would they be and why? Four people. Um, Jocko Willink. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of him or read his leadership books. Never. Um, I recommend that anybody reads his shit. Um, because leadership is transferable to all aspects of your life. Um, Andy Frisella. Oh, I fucking love that guy. I listen so, to his podcast, really. If yeah, so I've been listening to him since the MFCEO project back in 2015. He's and, like uh, a young person's Joe Rogan. Correct, and I, I liked him just for the business aspect. Um, I was at a, like a weird point, and uh, he got me out of a slump. Um, and then Nick, I don't want to chop his name. Kalamatamus, I think that's how you say his name. So he was a he was a military guy too, and he wrote a book that helped me through a very difficult point in my life. And it was it was about it was geared more towards military returning to civilian life, but uh, it was transferable to uh, you know drastic life changes and. Uh, what was really cool is I reached out to him when some stuff happened and I just, I told him how like influential his book was and how helpful it was towards me. And I never heard anything back. And then like a year later, he like stumbled upon my message and reached out and was like, Hey man, how, like, are you doing all right? Sorry. It took so long. And like, I, that shit's cool to me. Um, the what he does now and like the books that he writes have been very helpful. Um, trying to think of the last one. Hold up, hold up. Are you are you a military vet? I am not. No. Okay, okay. I was like, oh, I thought I thought you said hey, he's also one, and I was like, oh. No, shit. no, no, nope. No, I'm a pussy. So, yeah. Nah. <laughs> um, Same. I would never go fight someone else's war. Not uh, after I finish that. I'll, I'll touch on that, but it's completely different category. Fourth. It, it gets people every time, man. Probably Some people. Is... John, John C. Maxwell. He's an author. He's a leadership book author. Um, I've read a lot of his books, so that's that's one of my, when it comes to reading and self-help, leadership books are my favorite, just solely on the basis of, like, how transferable it is to whether it's work or team or family. Um, yeah. 
that's definitely probably the fourth one. Hell yeah. That's so, a solid lineup of people, man. Yeah. Um, I fucking forgot what the fuck I was going to say. Why Why you're a pussy and you won't go fight oh, someone else so, anymore. Okay, so I was, I was getting tattooed by a buddy. Um, and the dude's a biker. He's an outlaw biker. I won't say his name, but he's a good friend. And uh, we, have you seen that show Alone? Uh, no, basically, it's a survival show, and they throw him out in the bush in Alaska. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. say fucking survive long as possible. And you know, you have like you sit and watch that show with people, and they're like, "Yeah, I could fucking do that. Like, I could fucking do that." And I, we were both like, we could not, absolutely not do that shit. We are too fucking soft to do that shit. I'm like, I'd have to have my CPAP, or I'm just gonna wind up dying in the forest. Yeah, yeah. I ate too much fucking food. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. You couldn't pay me enough money to do it. Like, five hundred. I think the winnings on that are like a half million dollars. And nah, like half a million dollars is not. They get you shit though. No, that's like it's not. If you invest it correctly, maybe, but that's you know, you're not gonna see the return on that quickly. Fuck. So, like, it's not life-changing money. So, but it, uh, one of them we watched, it was the fat dude that won. He just, he was able to out-fucking, outlast well, everybody the, because the he was fat. got, like, 20 years of stored-up fucking Stor- food, Exactly. He's, he's yeah. stored up all his energy for that moment. He's like, yeah. hey, you know what? Like, I'll eat you if I got it. Well, and listening to his story, that probably was life-changing money for him. Yeah. Well, hey, man, you know someone living on the streets in those tents and shit like that? Yeah. That's life-changing money for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's good a good question. That was a good... The, your Mount Rushmore question is a phenomenal question. because Yeah, man. I had a boss actually ask us that in orientation one a few years back. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Like, Who's on your Mount Rushmore? <coughs> and I was like, fuck. Man, that's a wild question. And mine's changed so much in the last couple of years. Like, I think Austin Matthews was a hockey player for the Toronto Maple Leafs, was on my original Mount Rushmore. Yep. Yeah, it's it's uh it's changed, man. And like uh yeah, it's it's been it's been a it's been a wild ride. And you get some really interesting uh feedback on that. Some people some people are like, you know, I I don't look up to anybody. And some people are just like you know, myself, I've come a long way. Good. Yeah. That's huge. That's a good person to look at. And you know, my mom, my dad. Um, if you're going to listen to any episode, I, I can't remember what number it is. Go back and listen to the Teddy episode. Chase Barber. He's called Teddy because he would put uh, Teddy Roosevelt on his Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And if you know anything about Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. You know, Teddy Roosevelt's an amazing human being. I learned so much just from that fucking 20-minute long tangent about Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. That is yeah, man. Fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Thanks for coming on, bud. I'm not going to Thank you, you for having me on. You got to go to bed. You got to be. You got to go to bed. Got to be up early. I'm you a baby. Go. One more grunt. One more. Uh, oh, Brother. Brother. <laughs> I got all kinds of brothers. I might have. Uh, I might too. Uh, I might have woke up my kids doing that. But fuck it. Who cares? You only live once, right? My wife's gonna Absolutely. kill me. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, man. No. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for coming cool. on, man. I, I'm. I'm so happy that you know we were able to make it work. I know 
you know, you didn't want to do it while you were on the, on the slope and we were scheduled to do it another time, but you know, other shit came up and you it know, happened. right away, you, Hey man, that's life. You know, this is life, man. And I love that you were able to make it work, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm very thankful and honored that, you know, to be on. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm honored that you're honored. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That just makes me hard. I'm hard right now. I've been hard like the whole time. So, oh, send me the snaps. I will. Yes. Side I, profile. I think it, yeah. What is it? Yeah. Side. Yeah. Yeah. Does, put, did he at least put cool backgrounds in it? Or was oh, it just the same thing over and over again? You know what? I actually paid attention to the background more than I did the dick. I so, bet. like, polka dot sheets and like a flannel blanket one time. I think he was Ooh. on a toilet another time. Uh, uh, in his car once that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, shit, there's there's quite a few. The curvature of his of his of his wee man freaked me out a little bit, so I pay, had to focus on other shit in the picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't want to get into like, why does a man look like that, right? Like, yeah. I don't spend a whole lot of time looking at other dudes' junk, so you know, no. like when when I do, it's like, whoa. Okay, you know, mine is not like that. Yeah. Is mine normal? Am I normal? We are not the same. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, one time my boss and I got into a conversation about micropenises. And, like, I'm like, okay. So I Googled micropenis. And my my cloud is linked to home. And my wife talked to me that night. She's like, do you think you got a micropenis? And I'm like, no. She's like, it's okay if you think you do. You don't, but like, do you think? I'm like, no, we were literally having conversations mm -hmm. on our Sam Blue Collar Guy Talk. Yep. So, like, we were literally having a conversation about micro dicks. And yep. like, I had to Google it. I had to know what a micro penis looked like. And, and she's like, all right, she's not convinced. So, uh, before we hop off, I'm just curious, culture wise, where you work and where I work. Does your talk get pretty gay with the dudes you work with? Oh, yeah. Okay. Man, blue-collar dudes are some of the gayest straight men you'll ever yeah. meet. Yeah, okay. I'm Hell just, yeah. Just seeing if it was the same. Hell yeah. Man, there's a I, lot, of, lot of dick-sucking talk and a lot of, like, sometimes they try to grab. Yes. So I was in the truck <laughs> with the buddies yesterday in town, and I started talking like I normally talk when I'm on the slope, and they were like, what in the fuck? And they're blue collar guys too. Like one of them, he's a general contractor, runs his own business, but he's an old school guy. Yeah. But when I was saying this shit, they were like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, you know, fucking dudes for uh, dominance. Like it's not gay if it's for dominance, right? It's not gay if you don't make eye contact. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like fucking Mike Tyson said, you fuck them till they love you. Like it's, it's just dominance, right? right? It's right. not gay if, as long as you don't push back, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you got to push back to, to up the weirdness level, but like, yeah, you're just trying yeah. to see if they're gay. Like, hey, man, I'm just I'm just testing the waters here. You know, like I told my wife plenty of times, if this goes south, I got I got a whole other like there's a whole other like roster over here ready to go. Right. Like, Absolutely. Yep. Like I found out over the last couple of years, man, like if I cut myself off to one whole gender, I've cut myself off to at least 50 percent of the world's love. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Fuck, man. You got to keep an open mind. 100%. Especially when you got a beard like that and a mustache like this. 
It's a fantastic mustache. Can you imagine like some other dude just like like just pulls you in for a kiss? Oh, I'm surprised nobody's tried it. Would well, you pucker up and kiss back? I don't know, man. I don't know. Are they handsome? Does it matter? That it matters. Because I'm handsome. I'm hand. I'm handsome. So they hey, would have I've, to be as I've, handsome. I've kissed some pretty ugly ladies in my day. You know, like you know, the ugly ones kiss better. Uh, yeah, they try harder. That's not true, babe. <laughs> oh, cool. Hello, buddy. Good this shit. has been fun, bud. This has been fun. Yeah. Better call her there before I get too much trouble. <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate your time, brother. Absolutely, man. It's been a blast. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Check out this excellent outro music. Surprise, it's the same as the intro. <laughs> <laughs>